Hi there, I'm Mike Pereira, and he's Michael Clark, and together we're the hosts of Mid-Credit Scene, a podcast about movies. And this is a Mid-Credit Minute, a kind of bonus mini-episode where we talk about big, important things like snacks, double features, and more. In this episode, our latest guest, Kara Watson, general manager at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener, weighs in. Now, normally we ask this next question in a way, but it is your job. So I'm going to change the wording slightly. The normal question is, if you had a chance to program a double feature. Yes, yeah, it may have come up once or twice. Uh, What two films would you choose and why? Uh, You can choose to answer that one, but the slight change that I might throw at you is, if there is a double feature that you know you would not be able to convince the owners uh, to do and would not necessarily appeal to any audience at all, but you would still like to use your powers for good or evil to do so, what would your double feature be? Um, so my first double feature that I would love to get away with playing, but I probably won't unless... A sponsorship deal comes together that I am currently working on. Fingers crossed, everybody, for January. Uh, is a John DeBont double feature of Twister and Speed. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. That seems like a really sensible feature. How could you not get away with that? United in Velocity. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Taking that. <laughs> Another t-shirt. Giving ideas away for free. <laughs> Yeah, gonna get that t-shirt printed, gonna sell it at the double feature. You guys can have one for free and also just admission to both films for free. I got you covered for that night. Nice. Um, The thing about double features, really quickly, again, to go off topic, but it's not off. No, it's good. It's It's interesting to learn this. The thing about double features is that uh, you have to hit a minimum for both films, so it doesn't actually from a financial standpoint, makes sense to do a double feature um, just because you have to have so many more people than normal right. to come to both films. Which is not to say that we don't do them. We definitely do them, and I love them personally. Yeah. Um, sometimes we just do them for fun, but from a financial standpoint, a little bit more difficult. <laughs> so a harder sell for me, personally. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the... Um, the one that I will never get away with even though we've played both movies and are currently playing one of the movies and the only reason that I have thought about this is because when I watched Johnny Mnemonic with my assistant GM here uh, she turned to me and she said what is with you and mid 90s films in post apocalyptic or like cyberpunk films involving weird animals and I was like I don't know what is with me, but I guess that's a fair question since I also made you watch Tank Girl like two weeks ago. Nice. So I would do Giant Mnemonic and Tank Girl. So I think that would be super fun for me personally and probably maybe two other people. I, in I, was, I wasn't sure if I was almost half expecting you to bring up Waterworld there. <laughs> no, it's so long. It is very long. It is its own double feature. <laughs> it yeah. kind of is. <laughs> and you've got to have triple the patience. We almost played that on Earth Day, the year that the world shut down. It was on the events calendar for Earth Day. 
Nice. It's a good, like, yeah. you know, timely, thematic. Yeah. Yeah. Long. <laughs> Incredibly long. Incredibly long. I feel like Tank Girl has had a, uh, like, a resurgence in the culture. Like, maybe five or ten years ago, Tank Girl really jumped up. Maybe it was around the time Lori Petty was in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So I think she was part of the conversation again. And there was kind of a, and maybe around Mad Max as well, for whatever reason. Obviously, Tank Girl shares some thematic themes with, with Mad Max. Um, I feel like that hasn't happened for Johnny Mnemonic. I'm waiting for it. If it was going to happen, it would have happened this year. Like, I mean... Like, we got, a, we got a meme. We got Internet 2021, like, back in January, and that was great for its very short-lived... You know, I think there's a very real chance, considering that his last two films have been Bill and Ted 30 years later and The Matrix 15 years later, that... In the future, it would be possible to convince Keanu Reeves to come back as Johnny Lamont. I mean, maybe, but I think he made the, the choice to go with the Matrix. I mean, you know, he chose the Matrix side and not the Johnny Lamont side. He, he saddled that horse and, and rode it into the sunset? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. And I feel, I, I don't know, it's like, it feels like anytime somebody adapts Philip K. Dick, it's a real mixed bag if you're going to get something good or... Was that? Oh, that was William Gibson. Gibson. Oh, yeah. terrible. Just edit that. That's even yeah. worse, though, because <laughs> it's, like, so hard to adapt that guy. Yeah. Like, how many people have been talking about an adapting Neuromancer, and basically it's... Like, I mean, they were talking about it when they made Johnny Mnemonic, so... Yeah. Like, that's been in the works for, like, over 20 years. Somewhere there's someone sitting in a basement going, I'm going to crack it. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> They've got technology now. We can do this on HBO Max. We can do it... With with those those glasses that people wear, we can make this happen. Make it happen. Yeah. Actually, it would be a good candidate for like a a really good VR film. I actually think that if you were going to adapt Neuromancer, that might be the thing. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want them to adapt Neuromancer. <laughs> I don't think I'd see it. I love that. Bo- I love that book. Yeah. Uh, so. I would like someone to adapt it, but in that early '90s way where they only look at the title and they don't look at the plot. So it's like it's a mind wizard. <laughs> who who plays wizards? Good, Mark Strong. Yeah, hire him. <laughs> oh man. I mean. <laughs> okay, first off, I love that casting choice. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for this. About where this is going? Mark Strong, mind wizard. <laughs> New Netflix show. <laughs> dark and gritty (laughs) Uh, I think that's about it I think it is this was so much fun don't miss our full interview with Kara about movies and the role of independent cinema on Midtown Radio and anywhere you get your podcasts the show can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Scene. see you at the movies